Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. He brings the passion. For what? I want to know now. I'm, I'm mentally invested. Don't tell me to pray and you don't say what for. He brings the perspective. Yeah, I... I think they both have a great point. Get off me, text line. Uh, he's truly one of a kind. That is wow. Oh, my God. And he's doing a great job. I okay. need you to man up and say what you really want to say. Simon, you're doing a great job. And together, they are Steiny and Guru. Yeah. On 95.7 The Game. All right, no Guru today. Evan Giddings in place for him. Matt Stein, Matt's with you. Good morning. Well, today we're going to do, let me tell you what we're doing today, whether you like it or not. Talk to me, Steiny. We're getting back to basketball. We're getting back to basketball. We're going to get out of the doctor's office. <laughs> we're going to get out of therapy, the therapy session, and we're going to start to practice what we learn in there. But this is about basketball. This is about the Warriors being 17 and 19. And whether you listened to Draymond Green yesterday or not, whether you were impressed with what he said, whether you don't care, whether you've heard it a million times, doesn't matter. The reality of the situation, Evan, is that we're here again. We're at another kind of new starting point with the Golden State Warriors. That's the way I look at it. Draymond likely won't play tonight against the Pelicans. 5.30 start at Chase Center, by the way. But... The suspension's behind him. He's practicing with the team. We're kind of in a new phase. And that's where we are. We're 17-19. and We got the Pelicans tonight. Then we go on the road for four. We're going to get Draymond back during that four-game stretch. Now what? The trading deadline's in 30 days, essentially. Let's talk about the next month. And and Draymond Green's name is eventually and inevitably going to come up because I think his season has been a little representative of the Warriors, which is a roller coaster ride, a seesaw affair, and where Draymond was talking yesterday about that being a potential turning point in his life or his growth or whatever you want to label it. People are more curious if this is also a turning point for the Warriors because it looks like you're going to get... Your best defensive player back soon. We don't know what day yet, but it does appear it's coming soon. Does that mean anything? Does that mean that the Warriors all of a sudden going to be able to get right? Does Draymond Green factor into this? How does he help? You know, their their litany of issues at this point. And I think that's what I also took away from Steve Kerr, who spoke a lot yesterday, both at the press conference as well as with Willard and Dibbs. Is it's about basketball. 
Like, this is about trying to figure out where this season is going, where we're going to end up, what our ceiling is, what our floor might be, and just how we're going to get this thing right. Because the Warriors got so many problems right now that tend to change on a nightly basis. That, yes, Draymond Green was the story of yesterday, but the story of today is a team that's two games under five hundred. Exactly. And and where where do they go from here? The 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 couple basketball questions I have. And by the way, we may, we uh we're poised to have a big, big guest today. I can't wait. I mean we're ninety nine percent locked into this guy. I'm trying to think if I should tease the tease people. Spadoni, don't you know? Do you not know? Okay. Sometime we got. Okay, I'll tell you later what. On? Yeah, I'm thinking maybe a, you know eleven o'clock hour Spadone. I'm think. Hey, let me see. Hey Spadone, you know who we might have? You better be careful. Who? Don't be disrespectful. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith, the Stephen Don't A. Be Smith. Disrespectful. You better be careful. Apparently, he's g- giving Nahigi and the. I'm joining the guys after eleven. I'll text you. We'll figure it out. Stephen A. Smith, sometime after 11, he's been very vocal, surprise, surprise, on the uh, Draymond Green, Steve Kerr thing. Uh, so Steve, uh, Stephen A. Smith will be in the house. Not the literally program. in the house, but he'll be on the show. He'll join us uh, sometime after 11. Dray, here's a question for a Warrior fan. Draymond Green going to start when he comes back? Friday. It's either going to be Friday, let's say Chicago, Saturday, Milwaukee. Draymond starting? Does it matter? Adam is too much for me. Does it happen? <laughs> what what's the lineup you roll out? What's the lineup that you want to kind of seek out in the in the future? What's Draymond's role? Minutes limit, all that kind of thing. Here's the other thing. This is the basketball one that uh, that really hit me though. It's the one regarding our two forwards hmm. and. Um, I'll just I'll just bring this up. What are we going to do with What are we going to do with our our forward Andrew Wiggins? Do you think I'm inclined to move him? I think that's where this thing is heading. And we talked about yesterday whether the Warriors would make a move or not. Both you and I are on the same page that I think there is going to be a move. And with what. The games have shown us, with what Andrew Wiggins has shown us, I I think he's the odd man out. I think he's someone that if you can't play him, like, this is a league that is dominated primarily by wings. If you have a wing that can't play, and he's supposed to be one of your better players, I, I just don't know what you do with him. And I think he's a big reason why Steve Kerr's rotations decision-making, and everything under the sun has been made a lot more difficult. He's not the only reason, of course, but to me, the the two guys that I had big questions about coming into this year were the guy who's been indefinitely suspended and Andrew Wiggins. Andrew Wiggins missed a couple months last year, and he did not look like the same player that he was during the championship season. And he's had now more than 30 games to prove that he could get back to that place, and he hasn't been able to do it. This was Steve Kerr. This is where I'm kind of glad. I'm not not glad, but you're going to provide a different perspective than Guru because when I set up what I'm going to set up, if you were Guru, he would not want to hear it. But I I think this is something that 
we could all acknowledge at this the point. The reality is, you know, where we've been the last three weeks without Draymond, our defense has really suffered. I think I, I mentioned it earlier, 27th in the league, something like that. So, in theory, you want to get, you know, your, your two most athletic wings on the floor together for defensive purposes. But we have, uh, you know, a lot of uh, things with this team that we're, you know, we're always trying to accomplish. Um, and, and, you know, the, so while that combination may, on paper, look like it might do something, it might it might alter other uh, other combinations. It, it, it might um, not work as well in a different area. So you know we 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 have the tape and we have analytics, and uh, frankly, both of them uh, have pointed us in the direction of not playing those two together. And simple as that. So uh, it hasn't been very successful. Uh, we're trying to win games. We're trying to sort it sort it all out. But um, we have to experiment. But we also have to be realistic about what we think is going to work. If you want to talk about basketball, I think this is, right now is maybe the biggest issue with the Golden State Warriors. Jonathan Kaminga and Andrew Wiggins. And we're going to try to get back to basketball. So Steve Kerr was asked about playing Kaminga and Wiggins together, and he gave a very long answer. And at the very end, he said, but the bottom line is, I'm less inclined to do it. The reason he's less inclined to play Kaminga and Wiggins together is because he knows that it's not a long-term solution and it's probably not best for the team because they don't bring out the best in each other. Okay? We got a problem. Because if this team is whole, Andrew Wiggins is your second or third best player and Kaminga is your third or fourth best player. If things begin to max out. So how can you have two of your top four players, in theory, not be able to play together? It's, it's a, it's, I know that's a dramatic way to say it. Of course they can play together five minutes at a time, six minutes at a time, eight minutes at a time, maybe. But what I heard loud and clear is we've got to move one of these guys and we would much prefer to move Andrew Wiggins. I believe... After hearing Steve Kerr's answer yesterday to that question, they're trying to move Wiggins, right? I mean, they are trying to move Andrew Wiggins. They don't want to move Kaminga because they still believe he's got a big upside. I wouldn't, if <laughs> give me a choice of which guy to move there, I'm, I'd move Wiggins in a heartbeat too. What can you get for Andrew Wiggins? I don't know. I don't know, but I think. I think that's would Warrior fans acknowledge that they they also believe this team's trying to move Wiggins. I think you have to believe that, and the analytics that Kerr is talking about support his statement from earlier in the season about the redundancy of the two players. And it's not just the fact that they play the same way; like they don't help each other when they're on the floor, and you can see it. And I think the exhibit A was Sunday against Toronto. You saw them get absolutely boat raced in the first half against a Toronto team. That is not bad, but not very good by any means. And what did you see Toronto do? Absolutely eviscerate the Warriors with younger, quicker, athletic wings. R.J. Barrett, Pascal Siakam. Like, they got up and down the floor, and if the Warriors... Largest concern at this point is their defense. You heard Kerr talk about what they are when Draymond hasn't been here. Well, then you need your players, such as Kaming and Wiggins, who have the ability or had the ability to defend at a high level, 
You need them to defend, and they right. haven't been able to do it. So if you're not even going to get defense, you know what you're giving up offensively. That's an issue. Secondly, it's not as if Wiggins is just unplayable with Kaminga right now. If you Fair. if you go down the lineups of the two-man combinations that do not work on the Warriors or haven't worked with the Warriors, Wiggins and Kaminga have played 146 minutes together. They're minus 20. That's bad. If you look at the, the second worst combination of two players that have gotten the most run, it's Wiggins and Thompson. It's Wiggins and Clay. If you just go down every two-man combination that does not play well when they're on the floor together, it generally includes Andrew Wiggins. And as much as he's he was a focal point, he was the second best player in the finals for a championship team, this is not the same Andrew Wiggins. This isn't even the Andrew Wiggins from Minnesota. This is the worst that he has played in his career, and it's a big reason why the Warriors are a sub-500 basketball team. Yeah, absolutely. And and here's where I always battle with, well, what can you get for a guy, and what does another team want to give up, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, so you ask, well, what team would want Wiggins? Well, what team wanted Wiggins when he was in a malaise in Minnesota? Not malaise, but what team wanted him in Minnesota? There's, I got to believe... You need to find a team just like the Warriors four years ago. You need a team that can bring Andrew Wiggins onto their team. He can lay low for a while, kind of figure out his his environment, and then eventually in a year or two fit in and play very good basketball like he did here. Is there a team out there that can look at Wiggins the same way the Warriors looked at Wiggins three or four years ago, said, we know that he's always had a reputation of not quite reaching his potential, but we think we can get him there. They did, for a while. There might be another team out there like that. I think that's very possible. But I don't know what, what they're going to give up. We had a fun, we had John Collins. Yep. That's it. John Collins. You want to trade Wiggins for John Collins in Utah? In a heartbeat. Would you? Yeah, I would. Now, it's probably a lateral move. But again, all the names that people will throw out there involving Andrew Wiggins, unless you're... Like, let's just put the route on the table brought to you by Adco Pest Control. The most sought-after piece on the Golden State Warriors is Jonathan Kaminga. That is the guy that's going to net you something. That's the piece that everyone around the league is going to want a part of. That's the best possible uh, you know, luxury the Warriors have to trade. I don't think they're going to move him. So if you're not willing to come off Kaminga, you're going to have to, in your words, Stein, I thought you put it well a couple days ago, you're going to have to bite the bullet. If you move Andrew Wiggins, and I think they should, you're not going to get anything substantial back. And the idea is addition by subtraction. That's the route for the Warriors to get better at this point because, unfortunately, Wiggins has not been good for pretty much the entirety of the season. The question I have for Warrior fans at 888-957-9570 is this. It's another new beginning. It's another new start for the Warriors. Draymond's coming back. He's practicing. You're 17-19. and 19. you got a trade deadline coming up in less than a month. What do you, what do you want here, Warrior fans? You're not going to have the following players before the trade deadline. So you're not going to be able to look at Gary Payton II and Chris Paul. The third. They're, uh, they won't play before the trade deadline. Draymond Green will play before the trade deadline. He's probably going to play this weekend. So, we, we, so we've got Curry, Clay Thompson, 
Wiggins, Kaminga, Green. I'm going to throw Pods and Looney in there uh, and Moody. Can that eight, nine guys, can those eight, nine guys, Evan, come together and either get get back in this thing, get three games over 500 in a month, or is there a move to be made in the next month that that presents itself where now you make that move and you already were starting to gel a little bit and now you can gel a little bit more and maybe get back to a 45-win team and, and, and see if you can make some noise. I mean, that's... That's, to me, what the new beginning is. What there's, They're two under now. What can we do in the next month with six of our mainstays that we've, that we've all gotten to know and love for a long period of time? Does something present itself in the next month that can, that can entice you to make a move that would galvanize more chemistry uh, among the players that would make the team better? So can you, can you, show, you're an abo- uh, can you show you're better than 500 in the next month and then is there a move to be made in the next month where then you could take that to the next level? 888-957-9570 is the number. But uh, the one thing that Evan and I were talking about is kind of want to talk about basketball. Not, not that I want to dismiss what Draymond said, but man, there's been a lot, a lot of talking, a lot of talking. And now the Warriors have a game tonight. Don't forget 530. 5.30, Chase Center. They might be at full strength, too. You see what the Pelicans just did to the Kings a few days ago? I did. They are up by 50 at one point. Light the beam. <laughs> Not that night. They won last night, though. <laughs> yeah. But... I'll tell you what, that bet I made with Goose coming out of the wire with the Kings. It will. No doubt. Did, did you see that game, by the way? Which one? I uh, saw they were up th- the Pistons the game. The Pistons dropped 47 in the first quarter, lost by 20. I saw that the Pistons <laughs> were down just three entering the fourth, and I was like, don't watch it. They're not going to win. <laughs> but those are the kind of games where I'm like, well, they lose that game, and that, that those are tangible herders uh, without Cade. for uh, Daryl the Guru Johnson. Yeah. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. Uh, Draymond Green, 35 minutes. 35-minute talk yesterday. Um, Seven questions. Seven questions, About. 35 minutes, to four-minute response. So, in other words... <laughs> absolutely incredible. So, in other words, really Draymond, Green's, Draymond Green's answers were so long, they were like Daryl the Guru Johnson's questions. No cheap shots while Goose out. While goes out. <laughs> I would run around this thing. <laughs> ah, I got you, Goo. I can't let you do that. I got you. I'm, I'm just trying to think what he would want to ask Stephen A. at this point. You think it'd be about the Cowboys? He would ask. I think it'd be more so about if he could get a job working for Stephen A. or something like that. I think it'd be, hey, Steve, how'd be you... like what Shasky did, did to Bob Myers for two years? <laughs> ah, I love you, Shasky. What could have come out of my mouth? I think you might ask him how he got an MJ's suite for the national championship. Seeming there. Oh, is that where it was? Travis Scott, Derek Jeter. Yeah. Well, I, a lot I, of big boys. I recognize two people Stephen A. and Michael Jordan. You know, the, the captain? Who's the captain? Oh, boy. Number two? Travis Scott? Derek Jeter. I didn't see him. I would recognize him, okay. but I didn't I didn't. Biracial Angel. Uh, 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors, they play the Pelicans tonight. Zion in town. Think he's playing? He's questionable. So Zion Williamson questionable. 
Grand Theft Alvarado. I yeah. kind of like that one. I, I think Alvarado is more inclined to to play. In Steve Steve Kerr's words, uh, Zion Williamson is less inclined to play tonight. <laughs> less inclined. Less inclined. Yeah, I was I was less inclined to come into work today, yeah. but I ended up doing it. <laughs> we appreciate uh, you. Yeah, no problem. No problem. <laughs> um, how do you think we're sticking to basketball today? So here's what Steve Kerr said about. Um, what do you do now that Draymond's back with the team and his return timeline, et cetera? Well, he loves playing, so he's excited to be back. And um, you know, he's um, he's been relatively quiet. He's you know, he's actually he was here at our walkthrough uh, two two days ago. He was in the facility yesterday too. Um, you know, getting a lot of work in. So this is really the third day that he's been around, and he's just you know trying to get his work in and trying to get ready. Um, he's been r- relatively quiet. I think he's he knows uh, he's coming back in in a manner in which. Um, you know he he has to show deference to the to the group because um, you know of, of where we are and his part and what's happened in the season so far. What do you think Draymond's role will be? The same as it ever was. So a, a couple weeks ago we talked about how Draymond Green would probably come off the bench, or I think the Warriors would be better for him coming off the bench. I do think the the Chris Paul injury affects that. And I think it affects it in the way that I, I would still like to see him come off the bench because I, I would like to see how Draymond could be the playmaker for the second unit so who, in CP3's absence. Well, then you're starting like Saric, right? Uh, I think I think would it's, you still you're, you're still starting Looney or TJD? Oh, I, but what about Kaminga and Wiggins? So Wiggins and Draymond would come off the bench. Yes, under that scenario. Would, yeah, I'm with you there. A starting five would be. For the first couple games, until we see what Draymond looks like and if he if he's still at at a high level, so Curry, Clay, Pods, Kaminga, and then one of the two between Looney and TJD. You're still starting Pods. Yes. Yeah, he would come back into the starting lineup, and Clay would move to the three. Kaminga would play the four. And then, but but again, the question is who would close? Like, right. I, ideally, your your best defensive unit should be. With Kaminga and Wiggins on the floor and Draymond at the five, but I, I I don't know how long Kerr wants to give that. Like I I don't know if Kerr even wants to see that anymore. Like if they couldn't play together with Draymond off the floor, I don't know if Draymond's going to be able to glue them. You know what I'm saying? Well, they. If I look at it like this, can Wiggins and Kaminga play together? No, not really. But if you have to play them together just to get by at points then Draymond has to be on the floor with them because they need somebody who can aid them offensively and defensively, quite frankly. But I do, what what I've, and, and this is kind of what, what the theme of today's show is at 888-957-9570, uh, just hearing Steve Kerr, knowing Draymond's coming back, uh, but hearing Steve Kerr, essentially say he's less inclined now more than ever to play Kaminga and Wiggins together. He's less inclined to do it now than he ever has. Well, we got to move Wiggins then. Or Kaminga, but I think we know they'd rather move Wiggins. But to me, what I heard loud and clear through all the noise yesterday uh, with Draymond and, and Steve Kerr is from a basketball standpoint... They 
got to be trying to move Andrew Wiggins because he's been that ineffective this year. So that's another part of this equation that we got to think about. The other thing we might have to think about is Chris Paul. Yeah, his contract's not guaranteed for next year. Uh, would it, could he be a piece in the next month, even though he's not playing? What do you do with Chris Paul? I'll say this about Mike Dunleavy. I know he's made some moves officially already, but I look at it as his next move is going to be his first move with the Warriors. And I know you can say, well, he re-signed Draymond. Did he? Or was that more of he a... He traded Poole. Yeah, but I'm I'm thinking more... No, you're, you're right. But I'm thinking more those were organizational things that were just going to happen kind of regardless of... Well, what one affected here. the other? Like you bring back Draymond, that seemed at the t- even though you wouldn't, you said you wouldn't have done it, but it seemed clear that that was going to be the choice. That's kind of the, yeah. the natural choice after that is to get off a pool. Yeah. 888-957-9570 is the number. Draymond Green is on his way back. Uh, the Warriors, seventeen and nineteen, heading into tonight's game against the New Orleans Pelicans. Are you feeling like it's a new start for them? Are you optimistic that they can use the next month to get some cohesion, maybe make a move that takes them to the next level? Basketball-wise, it's time to get down to basketball-wise with the Golden State Warriors. Where are we going with this team in the next four weeks? It is a Warriors Wednesday brought to you by Friedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit Friedman'sAppliance.com today. 888-957-9570. This is Tim Roy, and you're listening to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. Thank you, Tim. Appreciate that. Don't forget, you can hear Tim Roy tonight at 5.30. Tip off 5.30 tonight. Pelicans, Golden State Warriors. Yay! Thank you. It's a uh, ABC game. Are the Warriors fit for national television right now, by the of way? They are. are they? They might be the Let's most go, team Steph. in the Let's go, Steph. I want to put this product out there for the country to see, not to mention parts of Canada and the Yukon and the Northwest Territories. Come on. You love your territories. I like even north of the territories. I like the circle. We call it the circle. The Arctic Circle. The big C. Inuit country, Joe. Even the Warriors got a problem with their inner circle? They, yes, they do. They do. They do. But no, they can get it back tonight with a big just win. Just imagine, like, honestly, the Warriors are the perfect team for an ABC game. Imagine all the storylines and all the questions and talking points. Like, did you see what was on all the talk shows yesterday? It wasn't, uh, I'm normally saying it. Well, it wasn't the Pelicans. It wasn't the Pelicans' 50 point lead they had against the Sacramento Kings. It's true. It wasn't even John Morant's season ending injury. It was Draymond Green and his return, well, soon, soon to be returned to the court. By the way, your, your camera's off. Okay, well, I'll tell you what, I'm going to take a call and then I'm going to fix my camera. We're going to do it. Greg in Concord is where we're going to start. What's up, Greg in Concord? How you doing? I'm well, thank you. Yes, sir. Um, about the Draymond thing, um, I'm, I'm very interested to see if it's just rhetoric that he's having, but something struck me when I was listening to the soundbite yesterday with, uh, I think, Willard and Dibbs, 
where he talked about antics. And yes. he said it so many times that, yes, I was reminiscent of Allen Iverson practice. I think there should there's a meme in there somewhere where it's like, We're not the game, not the game. We're talking about antics. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, then I, I'm just interested to see because if he can play to the level that he does, the Warriors are, are back at least probably above 500 making a play-in or whatever, but... I don't think I think the dynasty's done and they gotta shake it up or we just watch the demise over the next couple of years. Anyway, that's my bit. Thank you so much. And I guess the question is watch the demise over the next couple of years. And I think that's really the goal, isn't it? It's to make the demise a soft landing into the next ascension. It's really hard to do, but I guess that's what, what we're trying to do, right? Uh, this is what they're trying to figure out how to do. Right. I don't right. know if they thought that the cushion was going to be necessary two years after a championship, and especially after a year in which you... I, I know you guys go back and forth on this all the time, but if you just take at face value, you know, game six of the conference semis, I think you could trick yourself into believing that this year, that's the floor. But it obviously happens, it hasn't played out that way, and it hasn't played out because... Your best players haven't been as good as you need them to be. And one thing that also was was kind of interesting from the the conference press conference yesterday as well as uh, Steve Kerr on this station was I think the the comments about Stephen Curry and how much work he has to do both on the court and behind the scenes because that's intertwined with Draymond as well. And I think why Draymond was apologetic to only one player on the team. I mean, he apologized to the fans. He, actually, I don't even know if he did. He apologized to the front office, certainly. Talked about how people were calling him and was you know, appreciative of all the support. But he apologized to Stephen Curry. And I think he did owe him an apology because Curry has had to shoulder pretty much everything in Draymond's absence. And he's, he's had to shoulder everything for the organization pretty much since he rose to stardom. But his job is tougher than ever, and unfortunately his powers are not at their peak. And so he's less equipped to handle all of this uh, muck now more so than ever. I mean, I, I think Draymond is hopefully going to be a big piece of why they return to form. But if we're talking about basketball, you know, I, I don't know if he solves every single issue. Because, like you put, he was also a part of the problem when he was here. He was at times, but but I but when I when I say when I say Draymond's part of if I would say you know Draymond's part of the problem, 
To me, the biggest part of the problem that he brings is now it's officially like his inconsistency of actually being there. I feel like when he plays, I think we know what we're going to get. Not much of a score, defensive player, facilitator, all all those kind of things. I'll, I'll never say that he can't help. I don't think he's going to dramatically help as a basketball player like he used to, obviously. But Draymond Green is is also somebody that he, he can only help you if he's continually out there, healthy and productive. Like these these missed games really, to me, set the team back because look, all the rotation issues in a way are caused by a guy getting hurt or a guy getting suspended. Doesn't mean those issues would go away if that wouldn't happen. But if the Golden State Warriors were completely healthy, if they were completely healthy and had and had been all year, we would be saying, why isn't Moody playing more? Why isn't Kaminga playing more? Because we'd have to ask those questions. Because they have too many guys, and they don't have enough minutes to go around. They just don't. And they, they think their players are worth playing maybe more than then they should, but that's what they believe, and they need to develop them. I think they're caught in a place where they need to experiment. Like, they need to try different things, but you also can't experiment when you're two games below 500 and you're in the process of losing games. What? Like Right. I guess that's what I'm saying is the reason they're experimenting is because of injury and suspension. Yeah. That's why they're experimenting. If they were completely healthy, I think they'd be done experimenting. We, we might not like where they ended up. You know what I'm saying? Like they may have experimented, and all of a sudden they're playing Wiggins 32 minutes and Kaminga's only playing 11. I don't think that would happen, but that might be the conclusion they came to after all the experimenting's done. I, I think the experimentation would have them in the same place if they were healthy, because I do too. At the beginning of the season, Kerr was more inclined to trust the starting five that was, you know, the the best starting five in the NBA last year. However, you know, statistically speaking, this year they weren't. And I don't think that was going to get better. Like I don't think the starting five was all of a sudden just going to turn back the clock a couple of seasons. Like they, the, the combination of Curry, Clay, Wiggs, Draymond, and Looney just wasn't getting it done. And so the experimentation to me was a result of that. In addition to then Draymond getting suspended, getting ejected, now Chris Paul being hurt. Because again, before the Paul injury... Draymond's the biggest absence. I know GP2's been hurt a lot of the season, but like they've been relatively healthy the entire year. Right. And they still had to experiment. They've, they're on, when Draymond comes back, they'll probably be on their 12th or 13th different starting lineup combination. They're in game 36. That to me isn't experimenting because of absence. That's an, an experiment, experimentation out of necessity. 888-957-9570 is the number. Warriors back in action tonight. 5.30. 5.30 tip-off. Not 7 o'clock tonight at Chase Center. Let's go to Gary in Daly City. What's up, Gary? How you doing? What's going Good. on? How you guys doing? Doing go well, Gary. Civic, go back to Civic up with these guys. Nice. Boy, Grandma's a proof in the pudding. Let's see what first time he gets a call against him if he turns and out goes right to a ref. Let's see if he can just be a man and walk away. 
That's the true test tonight. And don't you think some of the players are going to prod them? And certain referees might prod them, too. That might happen, too. Also, let's see what he does. They didn't, and when he was there, they still don't play defense, and they still turn the ball over too much. You go back there, and even in the game, was it Orlando game, how many times they got breaks at the end, and, Cur- and Thompson and Curry were standing there. I thought of Popovich, my Croatian brother. What would he do to Ginobili and Parker? He would have benched them. He would have put them down and said, you've got to play D. If you play one end, you've got to play at the other end. That hasn't changed. And with Wiggins, who's going to fit him into their salary structure right now with everybody pretty set? And they see what he's got here. But the last thing I want to talk about real quick is the game last night with Toronto. God bless their coach. God, I hope he gets – if he gets – he shouldn't get fined, but he will. I mean, that was – game. if you want to talk – my dad used to tell me, God rest his soul, he said it was about advertising. You'll see someday. I mean, that was a long time ago. He said, I go, Dad, come on. He goes, you'll see. It's all about they want certain teams in for the advertising money. And he was right. Because everybody wants to push the Lakers in. Why do you think Adam Silver wanted Green to come back? He should have been suspended for 30 games. Don't you think the guys he blasted want him longer out of, you know, longer away? So why did he want him to come back? Because they need the Warriors' money. It doesn't take a scientist to figure this stuff out. But last night's game was a disgrace to the NBA. I would love to see the two-minute report. Well, it'll it'll be coming out, Gary. Thank you. Appreciate it. Let's let's just take take some stuff apart here for Gary. I, I tend to agree with him that that Draymond's. Well, first of all, I'm exactly where he is. Okay, let's see, Draymond. Let's see. I'm not saying this is going to be a joke. Watch Draymond try to contain control himself, and he can't. I'm not that. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is, all right, let's see. He's coming back Friday, Saturday. He's going to play. I need to see him be productive and the Warriors get better. Can Draymond be productive and the Warriors get better starting this weekend? And then if they can, as they're getting better, does a move present present itself where you look at it and say, you know what, we might be able to get better than we just got better because we got a deal for Wiggins for this other guy who... Might be able to help us more than Andrew, even though he might seem a little less sexy than Andrew. Very possible. It's possible. I don't know if it's probable. It's possible. I, I think it's possible it's to thing, go like, out and get a player that's a positive, like, or at I, least net yeah. neutral. Like, just someone that doesn't hurt you. Like, do I think this thing's pretty much over? Yes. Would I have come off? Would I want to come off, guys? Yes. Am I ready to go in a different direction other than Dre Migri? Yes. But. All that having been said, we're one month before the trade deadline. Draymond Green is coming back. Let's say I were even Mike Dunleavy. Let's say Mike Dunleavy pulled me aside and said, "You know what? Everything you say about the, us is true. I am so, Mike Dun. I am so done with this team, Mike Dun. I am so ready to get to the next phase. I can't even tell you." Okay, well, you know what? You still are going to take the same strategy as someone who wants to let this run its course. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the good part about where the Warriors are right now. Whether you want whether you want them to make wholesale changes and get off the past or whether you want them to somehow fix this, get the right player in here and we're back in championship contention the day after the trade, regardless of which one of those you want or whether it's somewhere in the middle, Evan, that still leaves only one thing for all of us to do. Watch the game tonight against the Pelicans. Wait for Draymond to come back. See what that looks like for two weeks. 
then you have two weeks. To, you know what I mean? That's the only thing you can do. Unless you think you have a deal right now for a player that makes you better. Well, and that was to me what, what pissed me off so much about Draymond's actions in the first place, or the successive actions, is he's forcing the Warriors and has forced the Warriors this season to basically tread water in his absence. Yeah. Because naturally he's going to come in and be a big part. Whether you think he's good or bad or whatever, he's a big part of the team. And so when he comes back, he automatically slots in for however many minutes. Those are less minutes that go to other players. So as a result, you don't know what the Warriors are until he returns. And we had to wait in this case, or will have to wait probably about 15 games. That's a long time. And the Warriors are, I think, 7-6 and six without him. But they lose tonight, lose against Chicago, then you're a game below 500. Like The Warriors are just treading water at this point. And so that's why I am glad that he's going to be back. Because there's enough time before the trade deadline to see what this team does look like with him, and then you adjust. Now, I think at this point, and from what we've heard, the Mark Stein report yesterday, the Warriors anticipate being open to trade talks for Andrew Wiggins. It sounds like for Monty Poole, they're not going to move off of Kaminga. They remain committed throughout this season to the Big Three. All those things are good and well. But at the end of the day, if this doesn't look like a team that can even qualify for the play-in tournament... And you you do have three weeks to find that out. Like you're going to have a decent amount of games to realize whether or not this team is actually going anywhere. Right. So no, you're right. Like they're still in the same place they were. They get Draymond back, but they're still in the assessment area of the season. They're still in a period of assessment, and unfortunately, that assessment's been prolonged and kicked down the road because Draymond can't stay on the court due to his own actions. Yeah, and the only thing that I would disagree with is. Uh, that I feel like we've been assessing for a year and a half. Okay. And like, I listen, I'm willing to play both. So, like, I feel like we've assessed for a year and a half and we know it's going to, I mean, we, we see what's, we see reality punching us right in the face. No pun intended, Draymond. But we see reality right in front of us. But even, like, even though I feel like I see the reality right in front, I do realize, well, what are you going to do? I mean, you still got to play the next month and see if you can make a move. That's all you can do, really, right now. 888-957-9570. We're talking about basketball with the Golden State Warriors. 17-19, and 19, Draymond Green on his way back. All right, he's been suspended since uh, the Nurkic incident. He's probably going to come back this weekend. Then he got about four weeks till the trade deadline. More good news, news. Stephen A. Smith, ESPN's finest. He's going to join us in the 11 o'clock hour, we think, but it'll be sometime after 11. That's right, Stephen A. Smith. He knows where he wants to uh, make news. You better be careful. He actually said, I want to go on with that guru guy. And Nahegan said, well, he's not here. (laughs) And he said, for you, Nahegan, I'll still do it, but I don't like that other guy. Let's go. Well, you didn't say that. Friend of the program. He's becoming one. He's becoming one. Uh, Let's go to... Uh, Coach Hall. Coach Hall is in San Diego. Ooh, one of Evan's favorite places. Oh, love it. Hey, hey Coach. What's up, fellas? Hey, man. A <clears throat> hey, question for you guys. Okay, if you could put on your fantasy GM hat, do you want to win right now, or do we want to mortgage our future, you know, and try to build, I guess, a young prospect? Because I'm thinking – you may have to do away with both Wiggins and Kaminga for like a disgruntled superstar or two separate tra- trade packages 
Because Joe Lacob, he's the one that said we need to maximize Steph's career, and we're only competing for championships, and we're light years, and and all of that. So we, the fans, are conditioned to think like we're trying to win now, and we're just going to keep getting upset if we just keep getting mediocre performances. So I, I think I think you might need to do away with them both. I don't want to because ideally we got the two perfect pieces in the, in the, a perfect world. You know, two wings that can play both on both sides of the ball. You got Steph and Clay. Like we really should be top four seed, but we're not. So I don't know. Do you look at a, a Caruso and Zach Levine and maybe Vujicic, or do you wait to see what's going to happen with Giannis? He doesn't look too happy in Milwaukee. I'm not sure. Like, or what? Like, this is what the the GM said. What are we playing for? So, what would you guys do? Hmm. Well, like I said, right now there's there's only one thing to do, and that's bring Draymond back this weekend and see if you can start to win some games and get over 500. Then, if we can get over 500 by January 25th. 26, 27, 28th. See if there's a deal out there where you think you can become better than a team that's just a few games over 500, and then make that move, uh, and then revisit it all at the end of the year again. I mean, that's really that's what I would do. Um, I would I would absolutely move Wiggins if I could. But you notice how nobody's saying Andrew Wiggins is really underpaid anymore. By the way, can I just I just need to switch this right now. Spadone. I haven't seen it. Well, I've seen the rant. By the way, Which were one? you part of the thread on Sunday when I watched the Toronto Raptors and I said this coach ain't it with the Raptors? Was that the part of the thread we didn't respond to that he was mad about? Probably. Yeah. Probably. Just ignore it. Probably the also part of the thread when I was telling you some inside stuff about Donovan Mitchell that you didn't want to listen to. I had a rare Sunday night off with the children, Stiney. As a father of two. Let's just cut to the chase. Spadone, did you notice anything weird about the officiating in the Lakers-Raptors game last (laughs) night? Seriously. No, I thought fouls were being called. 23 free throws? Is that what, or 24? I mean, the Lakers led the league last year and everyone had a problem with it, apparently. And Are they leading it this year? Do we have as much as a problem with it now that they're, what, 500? I don't have a problem with it. I think Darko does. Again, the referees are not doing their job to make sure that both teams shoot the same amount of free throws. They do the job so that both teams are being officiated fairly. But Scotty Barnes is an all-star, Steiny. Is he? I don't know. According to his head coach, he is. Was he an all-star last year? No. Okay, then he's not. So he's not an all-star. Okay, so that's mistake number one from uh, Rajakovich. You want to hear it? Just play it. Is it Rajakovich or Ryakovich? Yeah. Per Stephen Langford of KCBS, he says Ryakovich. Ryakovich. I trust Langford. Let's listen to him. Cry, baby. Three free throws in that fourth quarter. What did you Thank you, Doug. Thank you, Doug. Doug Smith, that's, veteran. That's, that's outrageous. What happened tonight, this is completely BS. This is shame. Shame for the referees, shame for the league to allow this. 23 free throws for them, and we get two free throws. In, in the fourth quarter, like how to play the game. I, all, I understand uh, respect for all stars and all of that, but we have star players on our team as well. How's possible is Scotty Barnes, who is all-star caliber player in this league, he goes every single time to the rim with force and trying to get, get uh, to, to the rim without flopping and, and not trying to get foul calls. He gets two 
uh, free throws for the whole game. How is that possible? How are you going to explain that, that, that to me? They had to win tonight? If that's, if that's the case, just let us know so we don't show up for the game. Just give them a win. But that, that was not fair tonight. And this is not happening first time for us. Scotty Barnes is going to be all-star. He's going to be the face of this league. And what, what's happening over here during whole season, I've been holding it back, it's a complete crap. Getting any explanations at all? That offensive foul, did you, did you see, like, get any explanation? No, no, there is no explanation. They just, they just come up there, they review what, and they see what they want to see. They don't want to hear us what we got to say. They don't want to hear the players. They, 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 they don't just want to protect us. Over again, they got 36 free throws, 23 free throws in, in the fourth quarter. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? How are we going to supposed to play? Is this a, a one-off, or do you feel this has been happening to your team a lot throughout this it's happening a lot, but I'm telling our guys, be professional, keep fighting, keep going for the next one. But until when? For how long? Sounds like Stephen A. Smith. Well, I'm looking at the referees in that game last night. Kevin Cutler, Ben Taylor, Tyler Ricks. That's not necessarily an all-star crew. I'll give him that. It's no Scotty Barnes, tell you that. Scotty, Scotty, please explain why are fouls to be called evenly if one team is hacking, but the, uh, yeah, that's what I said. If one team fouls more than the other team, the ref's job is not to make it call the same amount of fouls on each team. Once Certain teams foul more than other teams. Certain teams get fouled more than other teams that play on the interior. On the interior. It's logic if, you, if most of your shots come from... If more of your shots come from inside 10 feet as opposed to outside 25, you're probably going to get fouled more. That's... I think that's a truism. Well, it's interesting because we're talking about players that the Warriors could go out and acquire, and our previous caller was asking about, is there, is there a young guy that you could try and package something with? And it's it's like, yeah, I mean, I'd love to go out and get Scotty Barnes. And I apologize, you said the all-star caliber player, not right. an all-star itself. Um, I would love to go out and acquire even not R.J. Barrett. Like I, this, He's 23 years old. He's kind of a, a guy that's it's in the middle. Some people think he's good and up and coming. Some people don't think he's very good. I, I think there's a lot of young players out there that I would love to go see the Warriors try and acquire. I just don't know how the Warriors get those players without giving up one of their own, which I don't think they want to do. Like the Warriors last summer traded a 23 year old for a 38 year old. Even if you think Poole should have be gone, that's right. I would like to see them get younger at the deadline. I don't want to see them get older. Because I, I don't think that takes you anywhere. I agree. Unless unless it's a real, unless it's a, uh, like a real big boy veteran. Well, they can't go get Kawhi Leonard, Steiny. Good, good call. By the way, I don't know. He signed a contract extension with the Clippers. Kawhi, thank you. Kawhi Leonard just signed, signed a contract extension with the Clippers. By the way, uh, and hey! I'll tell you, Stephen A. Smith, hopefully on the other side, I see Money Mo, I see Al in San Francisco, Dale Scooterman, I'll get you uh, on the other side. And I also saw some, We there was some news that dropped yesterday that made Evan and I look at each other and say, well, this will be it for Kerr this year with the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> I mean, it's looking like such a long shot that he's going to be the coach next year. I'll explain on the other side. Uh, I promise I will. It's a Warriors Wednesday, brought to you by Freedman's Appliance, a trusted name since 1922. Visit freedmansappliance.com today. A reminder that you can catch all four hours of Steiny and Guru on the free Odyssey app. Plus, watch us on YouTube and Twitch, powered by First NorCal Credit Union. I like my Warriors.
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.